What's wrong with you people? I'm serious. This is Not Another Baptist Podcast, a weekly podcast about what two pastors are learning in the trenches of church revitalization. This podcast is sponsored in part by our friends at the Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. Visit swibbits.edu to find out more about what God is doing on Seminary Hill. Hey, Kyle, how are you doing? Hey, man, I am doing well. We have had a fantastic week. Uh, we got to see more of each other than normal, which uh, was not a blessing <laughs> because of the Baptist Convention of New Mexico annual meeting, which looked different, but still, um, still was it was a great time in a in a COVID world. We were Can able I just to say that it is not fun trying to communicate two things with a regular mask when I have the kind of the handlebar thing going on with my beard so that I can curl the uh, the mustache on Sundays. So every time I would talk, as it kind of got warm or whatever, every time I would talk, those two curls started making their way into my mouth. So that was very uncomfortable. However, they gave me a N95 mask, M95, something like that, like the fancy ones. I got one of those, which is great, uh, except it makes for a very bad beard day very bad. Like it, it put like the, the top of my beard just flat against my chin. And then it just shot out like kind of like a upside down Smurf. It was amazing. Yeah. Uh, and I got yeah. to shoot people. That was so much fun. I never had more fun. I think as a Baptist in my entire life than working with Bo Lamb. Uh, he was this past year's uh, first vice president and I was second. And so we were working with credentials and so forth and they gave us both phaser guns. It was awesome. And so we got to shoot people as they <laughs> otherwise in. known as touchless thermometers. <laughs> yeah, whatever. But we were using them to do like Aaron Burr, uh, Alexander Hamilton duels. We were out there having so much fun. Uh, but I, uh, I have to tell you men. this story. Yeah. I, yeah. Grown men. I have to tell you this story. Uh, Brian Palmer, friend of the pod, uh, was on here a, uh, a couple of years ago, I believe. Yeah. And uh, he had recently gone out of state and was concerned about whether or not he, you know, was, you know, free of the virus or all of that kind of stuff. He, he was just, I was just told he was a little concerned. Well, he walks up and I had the pleasure of shooting him right between the eyes. And I said, hey, uh, you know, that's, it shows 101, but you just came out of the sun. So let's get you under the, the tree for just a second and we'll check it again. So he goes over there, waits for a minute. And I send Bo and I've already told Bo what we're doing. Bo shoots him. It's 101.4. My gosh. This dude's eyes, like the size of the moon. I mean, oh, it was, you guys he awful. was so, so worried. And Scott Wilson, who was the one that told us uh, told us about uh, Brian's little trip and, and his kind of worry, he comes up, he shoots him too. And he's like 101. Oh <laughs> my so gosh. We're like, man, you need to go get checked oh, out. No. <laughs> and then, then I shot no. him again. I said, oh, you're 90, 98.1. You're good. Come on inside. And dude, it was like the weight of the world lifted oh. off of him. And so that mean. was not nice. No, <laughs> so no. Funny. Brian, so if, if, funny. if by some chance you still happen to listen to us, um, my apologies. And 
uh, Matt's actions do not reflect those of not another Baptist podcast. Those are yes. his uh, yes, actions and his opinions. Alone. Kyle was the one that told me to do it. You need to mess <laughs> with somebody is, out there. That is absolutely. And uh, but we true. were we were shooting each other. We were seeing how hot the the ground was. We were, you know, and and then we had a few people come up and they're like, no, 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 use the use the wrist. I didn't know you couldn't like you could actually do that. I didn't know you could do that. They either. were they were really worried about I guess getting the mark of the beast. I'm not sure, and uh, and so they would hold up their their wrists. I was <laughs> like, going to no, implant chips with the touchless thermometer. Zoom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am either going to zap you in the forehead with this, or you have to go home. Like I I thought that was the the rule. I didn't yeah. know. And they came out later and said, you know, yes, we we can use the wrist. And I'm oh, like, oh, okay, my bad. I didn't know that. Cool. <laughs> so they probably voted against me. Uh, speaking of, I was voted in again. Uh, this time as the first vice president yes. of the uh, Baptist Convention of New Mexico. And I have everyone to thank, and that is one person, Dr. Kyle, non-alcoholic Beerman, who for the first time in his entire career <laughs> went up to a mic and did what he was actually supposed to. Well, Listen, we could I actually make statements. We could probably come back and say maybe he wasn't supposed to do that. But uh, anyway, I, he pulled off an epic uh, introduction to, to me and uh, that I was one of a kind and uh, how he meant that, that we are in a variety of ways. <laughs> and uh, so so I uh, I won another round as a uh, vice president, this time as first vice president. And, and you were uh, not unopposed. There, there was someone else that was nominated. In fact, another Alan McGordo pastor was nominated. And so I, I take full credit for my glowing and um, witty nomination speech for for you getting elected. Yeah, that is that, that's what does it. Yeah, I think it was a beard. My beard is irresistible. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, but so we the, had that. The, the we, same, the same, the same. Like you know, the nomination speech is what um, got uh, Wiley Drake elected over yeah. JD Greer back because yeah. the, the nomination speech was so great. And so Thank that is you for that, that, that is comparison. exactly ex- when appreciated Matt, there, there are a few people to compare you to in the in the Southern Baptist Convention. Um <laughs> well I was not the only one opposed. Uh we no. in in the history so you know the whole saying we as uh revitalization pastors have to hear a lot is that's not how we do it. Uh, right. We've not done it that way. We've always done it this way. You know, we hear that if we got paid by the amount of times that we heard that, <laughs> we would not be needing side jobs at North American Mission <laughs> Board or Swibbits or anything like that. Uh, but uh, volunteer but, and pastors, and we would, we would just be able to be volunteer pastors rolling around in a Rolls Royce. We'll be set. Uh, and so instead, what has normally happened over the, especially the last few few years or several years, is most people will get elected for second vice president for two years, and then first vice president for two years, and then uh, president for two years. That's kind of the norm. Uh, last year, uh, because we're about to have a, a change of the guard, we're going to have a time of transition between executive director and a new executive director. Uh, I was actually nominated uh, for first vice, I believe, last year, that would have put me on the executive committee um, this year you know, for the transition and whatnot. And so we kind of bucked uh, tradition that year. And so perhaps continuing that theme of changing uh, tradition and so forth, we had another opposed 
uh, nomination, and that was for president. Bo Lamb, who had been the first vice president last year, uh, was nominated again for president. And, uh, and to kind of continue that little uh, chain of command, if you will. And But we had a, another New Mexican, uh, actually another friend of the, the pod who we recorded, I think, the exact same time we were recording Brian uh, yes, a couple right. of years that, ago. That same, same And uh, same Ronnie uh, Cooksey, who has, I think, 148 kids <laughs> and is the pastor of Sandia Baptist. He's been a missionary, a church planter. I think he's been around since Moses was here. Pretty much he is uh, a great statesman, and we love him, are encouraged by him. He was uh, nominated as well, and he won. And so we had kind of a change of tradition on the one side, and then I uh, was able to squeak out a win uh, for first vice and, president. And, and and let's be clear. So a couple, couple things. Like, I, I, I've never seen this done. Now, now, the Baptist Convention in New Mexico is really the first convention I've been involved in in, in this level, right? I mean, this this much. And I've been in the state now for eight years. Um, and, and in the, the time that I've been here, you're right, that has been the the norm. You go, you're elected second VP, first VP president. So for our listeners, I'm I'm curious, is this a uniquely New Mexican thing or is or are there other state conventions for which this is like kind of a, just a thing, right? A tradition. So, so in talking, of course, to, to pastors all over, I think there's a number of conventions that are very similar. I think in the past, uh, that was similar in North Carolina. I think there's been some changes here recently there, uh, some different people and, and more often than not, you know, whoever might've been nominated, usually then there's not going to be another nomination, right. but they've, they've had another one uh, for actually another friend of the pod, Jay Allen, Murray has somebody that was recently nominated to go against him. And, uh, and so you have that in a number of conventions. I think Texas is one where usually uh, I, I never really hear about first vice or second vice, but usually there's a lot of fanfare around. That's hey, because in so Texas so, convention, gloves come off and they basically just beat yeah. each other up in the, in the foyer. <laughs> I don't know about that, Kyle. Uh, but, uh, but, but anyway, they, they'll kind of a lot of fanfare behind their nominations. Hey, this is who I'm going to nominate. And in it, I don't even remember if it's something like it's usually a two year thing. I, I haven't really paid a whole lot of attention since I've been there. Uh, but every convention is different and each one kind of has their own flavor. And aside from that, that was really the only moment of the convention where it wasn't uh, just clearly overwhelmingly right. uh, united. And even that, it wasn't like a negative thing. It was still, no. uh, it and, was just a vote. And, and, and I mean, and let's be clear. I mean, there's nothing wrong with, with this change, right? There, there's nothing wrong with kind of um, developing a new tradition or breaking this tradition. Um, as, as we've talked before at the SBC and at, at state convention meetings, I mean, you're sent as a messenger from your church. Messengers can, make just about any motion they want. You can nominate anyone to, to serve in, in a role. And that's, and that's perfectly okay. I just, like I said, I was, I was curious if this was a uniquely New Mexican thing that, that we up and did. And, and as we said, we are at a time of transition here anyway, with, uh, with a new executive director yeah. we'll talk about in, in a minute. And, and, and it's, I think we're seeing it's different, in, but it's not, it's not yeah. bad. It, it, and I think we're seeing in some certain States, you know, different, different kind of bodies involved and in, in so forth. Uh, and uh, and again, just healthy discussion and healthy voting and so forth. The of course, the downside, I guess, is at times you don't really have the chance to really know who so and so is. You kind of only know what that guy has said. And so, if you don't actually know that person or who's behind them or what's going on or or anything else, you're just kind of going based on what's 
what said. So that's the right. only kind of downside, but I am grateful for that versus like two or three or four or five months of political ads. Could you imagine yes. if we did that for oh my uh, the, uh, the BCNM, like, you know, Hey, <laughs> socio Torres small or whatever here, here's Ronnie Cooksey. And he is <laughs> part of the, the, uh, the blue new deal or something, whatever it might be. <laughs> I mean, it's, could you imagine that? I mean, we kind of have that sometimes on the SBC level, uh, but it's not as bad, you know, yeah, so, it's tricky. Uh, it's... but, but it is tricky. <laughs> uh, but, but you did mention, we now have a new executive director was uh, voted in unanimously uh, by acclamation, I guess it would be called by voice. And uh, 100% of those that voted, voted for him. That makes a whole lot of sense. Uh, but he was unanimous and his name is Steve Ballou. And you've gotten to work with him a little bit on the executive board and uh, just pastor to pastor, what are your thoughts about uh, Steve? Yeah, I am. I'm really excited about uh, Steve Ballou being the um, executive director um, to be at this point. He'll he'll take office in um, in January. Um, so Steve has been the chairman of the state mission board here in New Mexico the last two years that that I've served on there, and it's really it's been a joy to get to know him. He's pastor at Emmanuel Baptist Church in Farmington, up in the far northwest corner of New Mexico. Has uh, been there for for several years. Um, just a very, a very kind, very gentle spirit, um, and and I'm I'm excited. You know, we've we've talked about before, I think, uh, and and folks that are kind of keeping an ear to the ground in in um, the the larger SBC world um, that there have been some um, strained relationships between some state conventions and um, other entities, North American Mission Board, and 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 so I mean across the board i think in the sbc we're seeing a time of transition and and that's true here in new mexico we are seeing just this this shift in in leadership um and we're obviously dealing with a lot right now in in new mexico and across the nation with covid um as guys figure out you know what what churches look like and what those what what state conventions are going to look like going forward and so i think uh you know obviously steve has a large job ahead of him um to to lead New Mexico through this time of transition, but I'm, I'm really excited and encouraged by, by him um, and, and look forward to him stepping into that role in January, being there for the, for the state mission board in January and, and, you know, getting the chance to continue to partner with the BCNM and, and to see what God does through his leadership. Yeah. If I could pick two words uh, to, to describe them just in the brief, brief moments that I've been able to visit with him, uh, is is really twofold is encouraging and cooperative. And uh, in, in talking with him, I've never left that conversation feeling one either discouraged uh, or unprayed for. Uh, that he genuinely was listening, caring about what you had to say, wanting to help. Uh, from as a pastor, um, now of course as an executive director, he'll have different ways to to accomplish that. Uh, so certainly see him as an encourager, kind of like our chief encouragement officer, if you will. And, and then on the other side is just cooperative. I see him as somebody that's wanting to link arms uh, with pastors here in the state, uh, big, small, and, and in between. Of course, most of those are small. So yeah, <laughs> mostly yeah, small the and then a few big, uh, <laughs> working with all of them because we have a big task here, but also working outside with, with other conventions and entities and so forth. And so I'm grateful for those two things that I see in him. And so I, I know I can speak for, for Kyle and uh, in every New Mexican that I've spoken with, uh, that they're praying for and room, rooting for him and excited to see uh, what he does in his own shoes. I liked that point that, you know, he's not there to fill 
Dr. Bunce's shoes. He's there to wear his own shoes. And so he's going to lead in his way and uh, hopefully uh, within God's will and, and how God is leading him. So we're yeah. grateful for, for that. And, and one of the cool things that, that, that I thought we, we got to experience was, uh, so, so Joe Bunce has been the executive director here in New Mexico since 2005 um, and was elected to that position at Hoffman Town Church in Albuquerque in 2005. And then here we are in 2020 um, under very different circumstances with masks and social distancing in place. But um, in, in the same place, 15 years later, uh, we, we elected Steve Ballou, like you said, unanimously with a voice vote. We didn't have to go to ballots. There was no pushback whatsoever. And, and uh, that was in, in line with what the search team um, expressed kind of was their experience. I mean, they were unanimous in their um, decision that in their belief that Steve was the man to, to yeah. lead BCNM in this next chapter. And obviously the, the messengers to the state convention felt the same way. So it was really exciting to, to be a part of that and to see that unity. <laughs> and I was ready. I had taken every single one of my ballots and said, yes, 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 yes. yes. Like I'm <laughs> seven of them ready to dump them all in the bucket. But uh, no, uh, it was, it was a great time. We, uh, we also got to visit after the, the time with some of our friends in the, uh, the church planning side of things with yeah. Chad uh, Spriggs and uh, and Scott Wilson from the BCNM was there too, and it was a great time to kind of get some of the the tension kind of open, uh, so that we can hear it, hear kind of the perspective of the planters, uh, the guys that are working, uh, and then us on the side that are kind of rooting for for really just let's get out there and plant some churches. We don't care what name is ultimately behind them as long as they're flying the banner of Christ. So we need as many of those as possible. So really getting to hear both of their hearts and the desire that in the future, they're going to be able to to work together collaboratively uh, to see more churches planted here and uh, and to see kind of the, or really to, to hear it. You saw it in their faces, but also hear it in their voices, the excitement for kind of this, this, this new start, this new day, for this season of cooperation here. And uh, cause BCNM can bring a bunch to the table. NAM brings a bunch to the table. And as we say often, uh, which I think was Hillary Clinton's uh, campaign slogan, but still we're gonna use it. We're gonna baptize it and say, we are better together. Yeah. And yeah, uh, that, right. that is true certainly in Southern Baptist work. Kyle, yep. anything else? Yeah, no, you know, I'm, I'm excited about these these next days. Um, we here at FBC are working to plant a Spanish language church with a young man, and hopefully that'll happen um, in, he'll, he'll be on the field here in 2021. Um, we'll be excited to, to move forward to that as well. And getting to work with, it looks like both sides, with, with BCNM and with NAM, and, and getting to um, you know collaborate with, with both of them. So yeah, um, yeah really excited about what, what's happening there. As we begin to wind down, this is our third anniversary. It is, three and years. Uh, so so I need to. We've, put we've some been on stuff this podcast your... longer than we've been at some churches, man. <laughs> this is, that's that's easy to do. We could have done a year and pulled that off, <laughs> but uh, no, uh, we've we've been doing this for a year now. In fact, two years ago, uh, the, it's easy to kind of remember because it's usually the the Friday after. Uh, the the annual meeting for Southern Baptists in New Mexico. And uh, two years ago, we made that candy corn pumpkin spice latte. Do you remember that, Kyle? 
I do. And, and I remember uh, that I you definitely got the short end of that because the I candy did. corn just kind of melted in. <laughs> yeah, it was not good. And uh, we we did that. And uh, and I think each year we usually do something a little special. So just to put this out there for you, pretty soon we're going to have friend of the pod, Jonathan Howe, on uh, to take the one chip challenge. Kyle is still on the fence with this because the last time he thought he was going to the ER. I had, uh, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see if he pulls that off. But for sure, myself and Jonathan will be doing it. And then also some exciting things are happening very soon, as in ultimately kind of right now uh, with the Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. We're excited to tell you about that very soon, but we can't let the cat out of the bag. Uh, but that's going to be great. And then also, Dr. Madison Grace and I, Kyle, you won't have to participate in this unless you just feel led by God to do it. But Dr. Grace and I are going to challenge one another with the one chip as well. And we're going to put $100 on the line for the Southwestern Fund, which is a scholarship fund at Southwestern, obviously, uh, for students that may be in need of a little extra financial assistance. So we're putting $100 on the line uh, to see if Dr. Grace can eat the chip and sing one verse of a hymn uh, before giving up. And so that's, that's the challenge. If, uh, if he's able to do it, I have to give a hundred bucks. If, uh, if he's not able to, he's got to give a hundred bucks. And, uh, Dr. Queen is going to be the referee because Dr. Queen wanted to do it, uh, but it would actually put him in the hospital. So I don't want to be responsible for killing the next Billy Graham. And, uh, and so, you know, we, we gave him an out. And uh, so that's coming up very soon. So stay tuned. Again, we have our book, The People Walking in Darkness, that is now out. Uh, it is live on Amazon. You can find it simply searching for The People Walking in Darkness. Uh, it is 11 chapters, I believe. Of just like a Christian, uh, a Christian, yeah, obviously, <laughs> it's more of a Christmas slash Second Advent devotional, yeah. uh, looking at Isaiah and uh, in in the prophecies of of Christ and His uh, first coming and then His second coming and even how it was fulfilled for them. So I took some liberty, kind of like Dr. Seuss, to make up some words, and uh, we use those words very well, I believe. And uh, my mom has already read it and said that she had to put it down because she was crying with chapter eight when I told the story of my dad and so forth. Mm -hmm. And so in a way, um, I don't know if she'll ever finish it because she said she didn't like to cry. So we'll see about that. Uh, but you can find that on amazon.com. And of course, Kyle's uh, new book, they devoted themselves or my, uh, one of the 20 books I published during the uh, quarantine Jonah over coffee is available as well. All of that on Amazon, uh, but we're glad you tuned in. Uh, we just wanted to share what God has been doing here in New Mexico. And we encourage you wherever you are, of course, at this point, maybe your state has already had their annual meeting or will soon have their annual meeting. Go. Um, at the very least, just go to be informed because you get to hear the different reports in our case from like the children's home and, and some of the different uh, entities uh, that we support. You get to hear what God is doing. And uh, and so, yes, of course, you want to be involved in, in voting and seeing change or or keeping things away, you know, whatever, you know, be involved that side. But just to be able to hear what your people are ultimately giving to and through to accomplish the kingdom goals there in your own state and then cooperating with others and with the executive committee is a great blessing, in my opinion, because then you get to come back and share that with your people. And so that's all I have to say. Kyle, do you have anything else? I'm sure no. there's going to be something very deep and profound. <laughs> I, I don't. You, you plug the books. Um, you, you encouraged us. So with that, I will say, until next time, 
May your hey. coffee be as black, black as, as night, night and your and pumpkin as no, spicy no, as no, no, a no. one chip challenge. And huh? uh, <laughs> could you imagine bold, if you got a pumpkin spice latte that lit you up <laughs> like the one? So that gives me an idea. Okay, go oh, on. Goodness. Uh, and, and as bold as the gospel you proclaim. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Thanks for joining us this week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We want to connect with you on Facebook at Not Another Baptist Podcast or on Twitter at NAB underscore podcast or our website at notanotherbaptistpodcast.com. Until next week, we encourage you to check out csbible.com to learn about the Christian Standard Bible, our favorite translation for its blend of readability and accuracy. Have a great day and God bless. What's wrong with you people?